Hello and welcome to today's episode of the SD Realness Podcast brought to you by Sales Development Revolution, where we're talking with practitioners about their take on important topics in the space. Uh, I'm Alex Ellison, as always, joined by my co-host, Grayson Fulbright. Hello, everybody. Um, so this season's theme is uh, see action and take action, where our goal is really to dive into a specific topic of sales development and learn specific tactics and, and strategies from experts who, who use them every day. Um, today's topic, we're going to focus on time management as a sales development team, both for SDRs and managers. Uh, and joining us to discuss this is Carly Morian, uh, the Senior Director of Sales at Directive Consulting. Carly, thanks so much for hopping on with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Um, my name is Carly. I work at um, a search marketing agency called Directive. Um, I actually live outside of Philadelphia, so I'm over on the East Coast. And really, my you know, foundational background in sales development. Um, it's where I started my career as an SDR over 10 years ago. Um, about six years ago, I started building SDR teams. And um, yeah, so expertise, you know, really around what the role looks like from a management perspective, you know, just things I've learned throughout my career to, uh, you know, be aware of and focus on. And I'm super excited to chat a bit about time management. Um, I think that's crucial from both an SDR standpoint, as well as from an SDR management standpoint. Yeah, I agree. And I think that you have a, a really unique perspective from, you know, being someone that was, you know, in the boiler rooms, doing the calls, actively being an SDR, and then transitioning from management all the way to, to leadership. I think you've kind of seen both sides of the coin when it comes to how do you both manage your time and the time uh, of your team? So I, to kind of kick things off and frame the conversation, I, I wanted to get your insight um, in terms of like, what are managers and reps doing right? And what are some best, practices, best practices you're seeing when it comes to time management? And what are some of the, the, the mistakes or some areas where teams are falling flat, either in terms of the communication or just their ability to execute on time management? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great question. Um, you know, time management, when I was really thinking about sitting down and, and recording this podcast with you guys and talking about this topic, time management is something that we're not necessarily taught in school, right? There's no class on how to successfully schedule your day, how to fit in all the pieces of life that we all have to do outside of work. And then on top of it, do your job. Sales development, being an SDR is very demanding. Um, there is so many things you can do at every, any given time. You can be researching, you can be cold calling, sending emails, writing new messaging, chatting with sales. You know, there's, there's so many different directions that you can go. And I don't see a ton, um, you know, out there in terms of, of, you know, really helping SDRs to figure this out. So when I'm building teams, working with teams, um, I really make sure to kind of focus on the key, you know, time management um, practices or strategies to help really, you know, make some, turn the madness and into an actual schedule that can be, you know, repeated where you feel like you're getting what you need to get done, but at the same time, not running around every single day with no focus. Uh, or no direction. So, um, you know, first and foremost, it may seem simple, 
but blocking out time on your calendar and even getting to the point of actually having a timer to identify how long a task is taking you to complete, I think is a great first step and something that an SDR and a manager can easily do and implement. I've had reps where um, you know, we block out times every day for specific activities. Once that time is up, once the timer is up, once the next time block pops up as a reminder on your calendar, you got to pivot to the next thing and giving yourself maybe five minutes to make a to-do list if you haven't finished that task within that time frame, So you can come back to it later, but you actually have a time block somewhere else on your calendar to wrap up anything that's on your to-do list, I think is a great way um, as well that, that SDRs can, uh, again, help kind of, you know, put a structure to, to the madness. Yeah. Um, um, and, and I think that's a really important thing that, that I just learned now, because I know it's something I've tried time blocking my calendar. And what happens is I'll get to the end of the hour or what is it? And I'm like, well, I'm not done. So I got to keep going. And then all of a sudden, the next time block is pushed, 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 the whole thing's off. And then, you know, where am I? I have no time blocks that mean anything anymore. So that's, that's a great strategy to really sit down and say, hey, okay, I didn't finish this. That's fine. The goal was not to finish it, right? The goal was to, to do it, do as much as you can in this time block. And then keeping track of that moving forward, I think, yeah, is super important so that the next time you have that time block, you'll get into it. And so that's something that, you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about how you go about making sure the reps are doing that, making sure they're sticking to these time blocks beyond just like, you know, here you go, take your five minutes, write your to-do list. Like I'm sure there's more steps to it than that when it comes down to it. Totally. And that's a really great point because you can, gosh, in management, you can talk about all your great ideas, but if they're not adopted and if folks aren't actually utilizing these strategies, um, you have to look into that as a manager and figure out why. Um, I always start by just really a, a simple and basic format for the week. What are the maybe five most important things or, or things that you're prioritizing as an SDR on a day-to-day -day basis? And how long are those tasks taking you? Because it's not just about the time blocks. It's also about being as efficient as possible with your time. So if you're noticing that you have an hour to do X amount of cold calls, let's just say 50 for throwing a number out there, but every single time you have that block, you're only getting through 20 or 25. Well, now that's a new conversation. Is that not enough time? Is, you know, is there uh, a better way that you could be making those calls? As a manager, I have to identify the roadblocks and do my best to remove those roadblocks so that my SDRs can do, you know, as much as they can in terms of building pipeline within, you know, the time that we have. So it may be a situation where, you know, we have to rethink that time block. Does it need to be two hours? Um, so there's also that piece as well, not just, you know, sticking to the time block, which I really kind of think is step number one, getting in a regular schedule of, you know, forcing yourself to move on to the next task, even if you're not quite done the one you're on, but then evaluating how much time you need to do these things on a regular basis. And then what management can do to make that shorter for you? Is it a different technology? Do we need to, you know, create a report in Salesforce? Whatever it is, those simple tweaks can make a, div a big difference for an SDR. Um, so I think that's important to think about as well as 
one thing that I do when I started doing this in remote world that we're all in now. Now I've been um, leading remote teams since the summer of 2019. So, um, you know, luckily for me, I was kind of a little bit more used to leading teams remotely, um, you know, prior to 2020. But what I started implementing is remote side-by-sides. Now, side-by-sides, I feel like are kind of an old school (laughs) type of tactic. You're all in the office, roll up my seat, watch what my SDRs are doing. And literally within 10 to 20 minutes, you can identify, you know, exactly where folks are getting stuck. And again, try to remove some of those roadblocks. Mm -hmm. I started doing it remotely. So essentially I have my rep just open a zoom and share their screen. And then I just watch the mark. So again, not you know, not trying to necessarily micromanage or to be super involved, but just observing and seeing where they're getting stuck and how I could potentially help from a leadership standpoint. Um, Sometimes, you know, again, slacking, calling, zooming, sometimes you don't get the full story. A lot of the times you don't get the full story. So watching and really being able to identify, sometimes SDRs can't even really necessarily communicate why they may be struggling on a certain thing. So I've found that to be a great way to just dive in a little bit deeper and really see, you know, minute to minute what they're working on and and how I can help them to be more efficient. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it kind of goes to the heart of, of transparency because I mean, SDRs, I mean, they're dealing with a million things at once, talking to hundreds of people. And I mean, the the reality is there's a lot of ambiguity around the sales development process. Every conversation, every activity, every account is different and unique. And I I ran into this issue myself uh, when I got started in sales of kind of having what, what I call this black box, where it's like, SDRs really want to hit quota. And if they are, there's transparency possible. And then when they're struggling, it's a black box. No one knows how they're getting the opportunities. No one knows how they're getting the outcomes. They're just getting the outcomes they're getting. And they're very close-minded often to the problems that they might be facing. And I feel like time management is often one of those big issues because it's one thing to say, hey, um, um, uh, Carly, or hey, uh, Alex, you know, how are you doing? What do you think about your outcomes? But it's a different thing entirely for a, a leader or a manager to actually have transparency and visibility into what's going on in those activities. What, what, what's the intent behind those activities? And, and maybe um, on the topic of time management, you know, what are the ordering of the activities? Are you doing in bulk or are you running around like a crazy person just trying to ad hoc everything? And so I think that's a really good call out in terms of the need for leaders to really seek as much transparency as possible in what their SDRs are doing on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely, yes, 100% right. And I also think too, um, I know this is going in a little bit of a different direction, but it kind of popped in my head. There are fantastic companies out there that have fantastic onboarding and enablement programs. Sometimes if you're in startup world or maybe at a smaller organization, that's not as built out from the start. So we're, you know, hiring sales folks, hiring SDRs, having them come in, but then essentially here, go do your thing can also invite some of those issues in there 
um, as well. And so I, I make that time management too a part of my onboarding, even if it's just showing examples of the way that I've seen other SDRs block out their days. Um, you know, giving them different types of options, talking about how long it should take to do certain things. And if it's taking longer, we need to have a conversation. Just bringing it top to mind is something that we're all talking about and thinking about um, to help kind of drive that foundational, you know, sense of keeping yourself on task. I want to dive into a little bit more of this transparency and talk about it in the sense that, right, you want to know everything that your reps are doing but you also don't want them to feel like they're micromanaged or that you're, you've got eyes on them at all times, right? So I'd love to learn a little bit about your process, maybe with these side-by-sides, what you're doing to make sure that they're feeling supported by it and not um, watched by you in that sense. Totally, absolutely. I think micromanage, <laughs> micromanaging is um, a term typically used to describe, I found uh, how someone likes or doesn't like doesn't like to be managed um, in the interview process when you're bringing on new folks that's the word that gets thrown out there quite a bit yeah. which is you know I totally understand it it's my job as a manager to know what is going on with you but I also need to give you the space to do it on your own and I hired you to do a job with the expectation that you would you know take on the ownership of completing that while I'm of course here to help and support. I always preface, you know, introducing this kind of remote side by side, letting SCRs know I am, I'm really not there to micromanage. At the end of the day, we have KPIs that we're hitting. If you're getting to those KPIs, you know, in your own way, great. At the end of the day, that's what we're driving towards. But there's never, at least, you know, typically in SDR world, there's never a super clear process on how you get to those KPIs day to day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, it's our job as SDR leaders to kind of figure that out and back that in. But if you're starting a brand new SDR org, which I've done, you know, a couple of times now, there isn't necessarily a playbook mm-hmm. of how many calls you should make a day how many emails, how many sequences, all of those pieces. So that that building process is really a trial and error. So I'm letting my reps know that's part of my process to understand what you're doing so I can help figure out how to enable you to do that better. Um, Again, removing the roadblocks. I don't wanna be in your business all day. I just want you to be able to do your job the best way possible and the quickest way possible for us to achieve those KPIs. Um, I don't do these side-by-sides weekly. I'll do them bi-weekly or monthly. Um, I don't feel, at least in my environment, that I need to be you know, tuned in, but I think that's up to the manager on how frequently you know, that you would execute on the, this kind of you know, side-by-side. I think it's pretty clear, like I said, in the first couple minutes when watching an SDR work, what are some quick wins and things that we can help um, just make better, whether it be a Salesforce report, a dashboard, you know, really even running a report for the leads in their name instead of working off of a list that might be all, you know, everyone's name on there or building an um, an op view in Salesforce so they can upload straight into Salesloft or Outreach right from there instead of going one by one. Little things like that can make a big difference. And my goal is really just to understand how I can make it better. 
Um, I'm not there necessarily to judge. I'm simply there to help and building that, you know, trust and understanding with my reps then definitely opens the door, I think, to, you know, um, a little bit of a different perception on the point and reason for that virtual side-by-side. Yeah. And I, I love the examples you used and it's because those examples you just gave are things that you can do to help them reach their goals, right? You don't want your manager coming in for a side-by-side and then going, you know, at the end of it, be like, you probably could have made a few more dials in there, right? That's not really helpful. They probably already know that if they didn't make that many, but if you're in there and you go, okay, I'm going to build this report for you. If you, you know, if you use this as your list, I think you'll get, you know, better connect rate or, you know, whatever the result is, but it's, it's basically, it's that it's the help me to help you sort of thing, right? Where you don't want, you don't want to be the micromanagement. A lot of it is like, you need to do this. I think you need to fix this. You need to figure that out. I'm here to tell you that you need to do it, but that's not what you're doing because that doesn't work. Well, no. And also that doesn't build trust in, in, a manager SDR relationship, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's important to have trust and buy-in with your SDRs. And like I said, at the core of it, my job as a leader is to serve. So I'm here to help my team. We're all trying to hit a number. Of course, right, if there is a situation where there needs to be, you know, some type of uh, discussion around expectations, Sure, of course we can have that. But in that moment of a side-by-side, it's meant for me as a manager to identify where I can help them to do better. Even if it's a situation, maybe they're making calls, you know, while we're doing this virtual side-by-side. I'm not gonna jump in right there and give feedback. Maybe there's some points, you know, that I can help with in terms of communication or whatever. Maybe I understand in that moment that, we need to do a little bit more training on, you know, the budget part of qualification. It just helps illuminate for me the areas that I need to do better at training and helping my reps, not to criticize, judge, or, you know, mm-hmm. um, have that, you know, that focus. It's, it's more about the helping and I've found that that's the best way to one, help folks get to the potential and, and the performance that they really can get to. Um, and two, we put a lot on the plates of these SDRs. Yeah. And then expect them to do great things right off the bat. A lot of times there's many factors that affect their ability to be great that are not put in place that nobody else is necessarily thinking about. I think sometimes companies say, especially younger companies or startups, at least some things that I've seen, oh, well, we'll hire an SDR and then they'll just get a bunch of meetings for us. And that's how we're gonna break in here. Well, if you don't have marketing, if you don't understand your personas, if you don't understand how your personas like to be communicated or where they are, meaning do they spend time on LinkedIn are they in email? So many crucial factors. What does the sales process look like? What's that handoff that go into the SDR world that may not be a super you know, area of focus when coming in or trying to build, but as you learn more and more, you realize that you need these other areas of support. But sometimes an SDR does not have the ability to say that and ask for that help. 
So as a manager, that's the other piece is figuring out how do I, you know, communicate and bring in other departments to help support us too, because it's not just the SDR is not going to be that necessarily right that shiny mm -hmm. here. There's also support that needs to happen, and doing these types of side by sides, I found, have also been a way to really identify other areas of support, you know, that I need for my SDR team. Yeah, I think you make a really good point because I mean. A lot of times, unless you're in a startup situation, SDRs don't really have a lot of control over what their schedule looks like, and not even directly from their manager. I mean, SDRs fall into situations where it's like, oh, you need this? That's an issue? Well, that stinks. That's marketing. You got to go to marketing. Oh, like you need some, some something done with a prospecting tool or an engagement tool? You have issues with it? Well, that's sales, not SDRs. You got you to go check out sales and get help from sales. And so there's, there's so much, I feel like, push and pull when it comes to an SDR team that I feel like it could be really difficult to try to uh, communicate those things, one, to management, and then B, try to actually get those resolved. Because, you know, like we've talked about before, the, the daily activities of an SDR can be planned, but the actual execution and the outcomes are very ambiguous and very unique based on the situation. So do you have any tips or maybe some, or kind of walk through a process of what a rep could do to, if they're in a situation to where they're struggling to manage their time, maybe they have too much on their plate, or maybe there's blockers that are just preventing them from doing their jobs effectively. How would you recommend the rep communicate that to, to their manager as well as, as try to get the buy-in from their organization to change? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're right. That is, that is definitely a reality of sales development. I would say for an SDR that feels as though they're struggling with time management, if you think you are, you definitely are. So that's number one. Number two, it is not uncommon and most SDRs are in the same boat as you. So you're not alone. Um, I would suggest first and foremost, literally keeping a piece of paper next to your computer at your desk, wherever you're working and write out a list every day of the top five things that you feel like you spent the majority of your time on for that day. That will illuminate whether you're spending time on the right things or the wrong things. Even down to, well, today I spent three hours trying to build out a buying center for a target account. You know, whatever it may be, good or bad, it's only for you, but really start to become aware of how you're spending your time. Also think about distractions that can throw you off. Well, now we're all sitting at home. While I love working from home, there are distractions that come into play with that, right? So, you know, besides all the work distractions, Slack, email, as much as I hate it, I do think it's extremely valuable to turn those off or to shut it down while you're doing really, you know, specific prospecting work, whether it's calling, whether it's writing personalized emails, removing distractions will help you go quicker. Or are you finding that, you know, you're distracted by other things going on and is there a way to potentially solve that or to work around it, work through it, really just being aware and trying to identify. From there, looking at your list of what you're spending the most, the majority of your time on, are there things that you should be that you're not able to get to? That I believe is something to be communicated with a manager in one-on-one, -on -one, in a one-on-one -on -one setting. 
So first saying, hey, look, I really kind of took an inventory of this week. These are the things I'm really spending my time on. But we talked in a team meeting this week and you were mentioning, you know, working on this particular target account list. And I feel like I'm not able to get to that because of these things. If you have a suggestion or a solution, I'm always, I always try to come from the side of if there's something that, that I'm identifying that isn't working, having some suggestion of a solution there as well. And you may not have it and that's okay, but if you do communicate that and offer that, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong or if you can actually do it or not do it. It's the thought and switching your thinking to, all right, I identify this, but is there something that I can do to potentially change it? Even if it's, hey, you know, could we look at or think about a new tool? Or could you help me with these key areas in terms of reporting, whatever it looks like. Um, but coming into that one-on-one -on -one to communicate to your manager, not just with a list of complaints or things that are going wrong, but also the other side of, these are some things I was thinking about, what are your thoughts? Um, I think that's a great place to start to lay a foundation and also you know, writing it down and identifying it and having that be you know, clear and in written form, whether it be on a piece of paper in a Google doc, whatever, and then being able to kind of share that too with your manager. There's so many untangibles. Having a tangible, especially in a one-on-one -on -one relationship, I think is extremely important because you have a written kind of record of what you're discussing, you know, what's going on and helps make it more real and something that needs to be solved. So that's, you know, how I would suggest kind of starting to identify, um, you know, if time management is a struggle for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that. It's, it does a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, the sort of the way you framed it, it's right. Cause at the end of the day, the manager is that you're there to help the SDR problem solve, right? So they come to you with a problem and it's intangible. You're like, well, you try this, maybe this, I, give it a shot. You know, you can't be so certain about things. Whereas if they come to you with like, I spent a lot more time on LinkedIn and emailing than I did making phone calls. And then you look at their connect rate is low and you're like, well, maybe we, maybe we change that order up. Maybe we don't reach out on LinkedIn as much and make more, you know, whatever the suggestion is, but right. Since you have, it's basically like a tiny piece of anecdotal data that you can then use and, and build off of to, to make something work for them. Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's such an interesting and important thing about sales development is the intangibles. There are so many mm -hmm. of them. And as leaders, I think sometimes, and I, this has been me at times in my career, you focus on, you're held to the KPIs and the performance. So you're focused on that. How do I get more Wait, Why aren't we doing more? But backing into the why to that and what's behind it can be a much larger activity. And sometimes one that is, you know, a much bigger thing to tackle rather than just, hey, you know, we haven't booked any meetings yet this week, what's going on? Um, so really identifying those intangibles and making them tangible can just help drive focus to other areas that maybe need to, you know, have a second look, maybe need to, you know, focus a little bit more on instead of these KPIs that are on a dashboard that your boss is asking you about in your forecast call or whatever. Um, so, you know, that intangible to tangible, 
I think is, is crucial um, in just driving focus. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, Grayson, do you have any, anything else you wanna say? Oh, no, I was, I was just gonna uh, <laughs> highlight that I think you make a good point that kind of being proactive as an SDR is, is really one of the best ways that you can help manage your time better because being proactive implies that you are prepared and that you are trying to plan the best that you can for the future. And so if you just take that step and whether that be like Carly said, just taking some notes every day on what priorities you have, or if it's maybe going a step further and saying like, ah, like this one task is bothering me, I'm going to deep dive and go ahead and detail it and flesh it out. So I know what to do, but whatever you need to do, actually being proactive and taking the first step in just being prepared is going to help tremendously because even when there's a lot of activities going on, if you know at the, at the outset, what you're doing and how you're going to do it, you're going to feel much more confident, even if there is an overwhelming number of activities going on. A hundred percent. And also too, being proactive, first of all, everybody struggles with something. There's no, you know, everybody should feel like they can take what they're struggling with to their boss and have that person help them with it. That proactiveness, um, I think is a real trait that is really can help an SDR in career growth as well. If you're looking to become a manager, if you're looking to become an AE, you know, typically in SDR world, this is a stepping stone into sales or into management. Great. That's exactly what this is. But that proactive piece to it could very well set you apart from other SDRs on your team, in your organization, and really show a level of, you know, just maturity and trying to solve that particular problem, which can just highlight you know, real career growth and real potential in you as an SDR. As an SDR leader, man, I am pulled as well in so many different directions every single day. So I also can't keep an eye on every little thing that's going on all the time. So I really appreciate when the SDRs on my team are proactively bringing things to me um, because again, that really shows, hey, the level of, care and what you're doing, the level and pride in what you're doing and really trying to solve an issue that probably your other team members are struggling with as well. Um, So I think that's a really other important thing to know of, yes, be proactive. It's okay if you don't know the answer, but just thinking about it and wanting to solve it is really the most important part of it. Yeah. And I, you, you brought us right back to transparency there. So we came full circle, right? right? Cause it's you, what you're talking about is sort of like a form of um, internal networking, if you could say, right. Where if they can see if your manager or the higher ups or whoever can see you struggle and overcome it, that's going to do more for you than if you just happen to hit all your goals, you know, you hit quota of all these quarters in a row or whatever, cause they don't know how you did it. It's just like showing your work in math class growing up. Exactly. The same thing. <laughs> Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So um, active, I think is, it's important. Yeah. Um, Carly, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. I had a great, I mean, I learned a lot about managing my own time now that I'll probably pull away. But um, if people want to learn more about you or more about Directive, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Directive Consulting, check us out. We're a search agency. We specialize in B2B SaaS. Um, would love to chat with anyone who's 
uh, interested in learning more, you can also find me on LinkedIn as well. And um, yeah, excited to grow my network and chat with anybody that's interested in learning more. Sweet. Awesome. Carly. Well, yeah, thank you so much for hopping on with us. This has been Alex and Grayson with the SD Realness podcast. Until next time, SDRs, keep it real. Thank you.